Welcome, Green Future Growers, Progressive Radio Network listeners, and anybody who's new to the show. I'm your host, Jackie Marie Beyer, and let's get growing. Welcome to the Organic Gardener podcast today. It is Friday, December 7th, 2018, and I am just super excited to tell you about this awesome soil health summit that Steve Sidera put together. <laughs> Um, that you might be interested in. So to tell us about it, Steve, well, tell us all about it. Well, we've spent the last three months interviewing top experts all over the country. And it's experts that are talking about seeds. Um, they talk about uh, the importance of seeds that should be adapted to your area. They, there's experts on there talking about m- not microbes, not only within the soil, but Within our bodies, there's an expert in there talking about edible landscapes. Um, just a, a, a lot of um, people coming together and sharing their experience with not only soil health, but a lot of things that they've done around the country that it all ties back to the soil. It, it all kind of starts with soil and then um, how they maintain and, and restore soil health and and keep their projects going awesome well let's give listeners some more specifics because quite a few of the people that are going to be there have been on the show like lee reich and the kombucha mama and um jacqueline freeman the treatment-free beekeeper so tell us a little bit and john montgomery tell us a little bit about who's going to be there well probably one of the highlights that that I had doing the calls and so that I'm connected to production agriculture so much yet. Um, I had, I, I knew of four guys that are traveling the U S um, on a pretty massive scale. And these guys that have been, they've been 20, some of them 30 years into soil health <clears throat> on their farming and ranching operations. But in addition to that, they do gardening. They do gardening on a massive scale. Um, like for instance, Dave David Brandt out of Ohio. Um, he doesn't. He's gotten up there in years, and he doesn't do so much of it anymore. But he did up. I think he told me on the call, 14 acres of market gardening at one time. That's massive. And him and his wife did that. Um, he talks about how they put that all together and did that. Um, Ray Arcoletta's on there. He's a, a soil extension person. There's uh, Dr. Alan Williams. And, and Dr. Alan Williams has uh, a ranch. It's in the south. It may be like Georgia or somewhere. And uh, he, he talks about how he integrates the livestock thing in with that, which will help people that are homesteading as well um, because of the fact that they'll be able to uh, – take that information and, and improve their, their homesteads because he talks a lot about the systems that he does. We also have, I think there's two to three calls on there with homesteaders themselves. They share information about, uh, one of them in particular goes back like 30 years and uh, talks about when they came out from Chicago and started, and it was kind of a new experience for them and it was pretty rough when they first started out and so they made a lot of mistakes they share those mistakes so that people can avoid them that are uh, considering doing this or are 
dreaming about it. Um, another one that's one of my favorites is, um, and, and they're all good. I mean, there's just ones that kind of, um, as I start thinking about them and, and they come to mind, um, there's uh, Jerome Ostentowski, and he's at he's actually at 7,200 feet on a mountainside in Colorado. It's uh, kind of a it sounds like it's a steep, rocky mountainside, and he did this forest garden up there. Jerome has been up there for 30 years. He used to market garden as well, and Jerome talks a lot about the greenhouse thing where. If you want to put like uh, what they call high tunnels or greenhouses together, he has um, put together a climate battery system that can be done for like maybe a community garden or something like that if it's on a bigger scale. He just got done not very long ago completing one up towards your way, Jackie, in Kalispell at a school up there. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. Huh, I wonder if they did it only Bissell. I'll yeah, that. yeah. He he talks about that on his on his call as, as well, and and him and I have had conversations on the side. But um, he actually grows bananas at seventy two hundred feet. Can you imagine that? And there's lots of other uh, trees and plants that he grows year round, and uh, it gets cold up there at certain yeah, times of the I'll year. Start. Yeah. But uh, it, it's pretty amazing uh, what he's done there. Um, we have we have some things on seeds as well, and uh, yeah, Bill McDorman. Uh, yeah, Bill, and then we have the Brims that are close to Waco, Texas, down there, and uh, they work somewhat. They're very familiar with Bill as well, but um, they both these people work in this heritage seed thing bringing a lot of these old heritage seeds to the forefront for, for people. Not only that, but um, they both talk a lot about, more Bill talks about how adapting those seeds to your area is so crucial. Um, yeah. Or, or at least looking for that seed. That might be something that you're a little more familiar with, Jackie, because you're up there in that area where it's a colder climate as well. Your growing season is short. You've shared, you, you've shared some information with me about kind of the struggles you've gone through with shaded areas that you have to garden in. But the interesting part is um, we wouldn't think this, but it all starts with the seed. And um, it, it, it's not a matter of, you know, everybody's concerned about the GMO thing. And, you know, I, I certainly get that. This is adapting seed by just growing it. And there's sources of those seeds that's out there. Like on the call, Bill told me, I think he did a, a workshop in somewhere around Phoenix, not long, like a week or two before we had our call. And uh, he sold just loads and loads of seed at that call or at that workshop simply because people, you know, Bill's such an expert in that area. He can, he can figure out, he knows what seed does best in what areas. If you go on their website, which is on the call, you can actually look at those areas that, that he has on that map and you can figure out where you're at, what kind of seed you want to grow and what seed is available. Cause there's people out there that are reproducing this. So it's, uh, it's, has an amazing amount of information just from Bill on that. Yeah. Well, he was a fantastic guest and he did a workshop 
up here a couple of years ago in Kalispell at the Penny Royal Farm. And then my husband, Mike, has gotten a lot of seeds from, he used to have this business called Seeds Trust. And that's where we got like corn and we were able to get like watermelon and cantaloupe seeds from them and be able to grow those here. They were like really tiny, like the size of like a softball, but they were still so good. And then also we got, um, a friend of mine bought a pumpkin last fall at this harvest fest near us and she threw the seeds in her compost and they gave us those seeds uh I just baked the pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving or even after Thanksgiving out of the seeds so we're hoping those are going to finally enable us to have pumpkins here because we've Mike's always struggled to grow pumpkins up here where we are so you sure. didn't mention that I was one of the guests well <laughs> certainly I was I was keeping and you were actually our first guest on the call I was um Yes, you were the first call we made. Um, we were sort of cutting our teeth with, with your call. And uh, yes, um, you know, it was our first introduction to the Orgar Organic Gardening Podcast. And uh, that was that was pretty amazing. Um, that's why, you know, you and I have connected quite a bit since that time. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a lot of the reason why, because you, just what you do and what you and your husband Mike are doing up there in that northwest Montana but not only that just spreading the word about about the you know not so much the organic side of it I mean that that um, but but and that's important don't get me wrong and I'll touch on that in just a little bit but the other side of it just growing good food um, through this whole summit we really got on kind of a a path of nutrient density a lot of these soil experts really start to focus on their knowledge and their experience about nutrient density in food and how we're lacking that. Um, I'm going to give you one example. Um, Dr. Alan Williams, a week before our call, they were out in Chico, California, and they were right in the middle of that episode with the campfire Aww. that was burning out there. And they, um, um, Alan said, you you just can't imagine the devastation that that's caused. They were right in the the middle of it out there with their with their workshop, and they had to postpone a lot of days and stuff because of the fact of the fires. But the point being is where they landed, and I think it was somewhere up by San Francisco or somewhere up there, and they drove down. But anyway, they had like a two two and a half hour drive to get from where they flew in down to where the workshop was, and he said they did not see one bit of ground cover and so in a lot of that is market <clears throat> market farming and, and there's a lot of market farming there's a lot of produce that's grown in those areas that is shipped all over the country for markets and and the, the vegetable centers and whatnot so we started talking a lot about and and alan has this farm in georgia that he works um, with a market farm, it's it's a ranch. Um, they they grow things, but their their main focus is on soil health. You'd really have to listen to his call to to gain the whole appreciation of what he does. But we got to talking about this nutrient density, and several others did as well, and how people need to understand that if we we need to feed the soil. And by feeding the soil, we need to keep that armor layer on top. That's the first, the first piece of the of the principle. Number one is no till, but number two is that armor layer on top of the soil. Uh, Gabe Brown, another one of these uh, 
um, people that are traveling with the, the Soil Academy, Soil Health Academy, talks about the same thing. Wherever they travel, whether they go overseas or whether they travel in the United States, there's the five principles no matter where they get what place they're on. So if we feed that soil, then the soil feeds our plants and it puts that natural organic nutrient density into that plant that we're lacking that we don't have in our plants anymore and so that's kind of that, that's kind of the main topic i think that came out of this soil health summit is that we need to grow food that we can get that nutrient density back and we can do that through soil health so um it, it sounds like a complicated process, Jackie, but it's, it's, and you know from yourself, you shared how on our call, how you and your husband doing the cover crops and different things. And we've had conversations before and after as well, but just establishing the, the cover crops like you do and leaving them stand um, or breaking them off or rolling them or whatever we need to do and making that so we have that armored layer on top of the soil is is the first step. And then, of course, living roots all the way through the growing cycle as long as we can through starting in the spring as early as we can all the way up till we end up with freeze up or in the south if they can keep growing to keep that ground with living roots in it is, is key as well. So that's kind of, you know, and it, it's, it's just, it, I get really excited when I hear about things with, with people doing that because that is so key for us to get to live healthy lives and to live. I mean, there's such a life of abundance we can live, and we it all starts with the soil. Awesome, Steve. Well, you know, I've learned so much of that just from my podcast. Like, I can't say I knew any of that really before. I mean, I knew some things, you know, and and certainly, like I said, Mike's been gardening here with us for 25 years now, but so much of what you're talking about through my show. So a lot of my listeners are going to know this, but also like one thing I've learned in the last couple of years is just how much easier it is to do. And um, so I think I know my listeners are going to love a lot of the speakers that are going to be at your Soil Health Summit. So tell them the details. So they're audio files that they can download. They go to there's the website Soil Health Summit at Tabletop or we'll link to the website and we can you can tell them a specific website and then they register the next week are the like they can go to the website and just download the files or are they going to play in a certain order? Like, how's that all going to work? Well, First off, if they go to it, and you'll have a link for them that you can send out, but the ones listening on this call, if they go to soilhealthsummit.tabletopfarmer.com, and again, that's soilhealthsummit.tabletopfarmer.com, and what we're planning on doing is we'll be releasing starting on December 12th two to three speakers a day up till the 21st. Then on the 21st, that page where all those speakers will be, all the speakers will be up there. But that way, um, and then, well, the first thing is when you go to that site that I just said, you have to register and you register there and then you'll be sent a link 
where you can access those calls that are being released. It's really you, easy. It, I signed up. Yeah. And it, yeah. Was, it goes right through. Yeah. And, and you can listen to the calls at your convenience. Um, like I said, two to three of them will be released. We're going to mix up the variety a little bit so that we don't have, because we have people that are fermenting, do, doing a lot of fermenting as well. There's uh, one lady with a tea. Um, I think you'd mentioned her before. We mm -hmm. have Kirsten with her ferment works. And then there's also Anne, and I, I can't get her last name right because it's pronounced Bickery or something like that. Bickley. It's, it, Bick, she has a, nonetheless, she's the wife of Dave Montgomery, and he's a geologist. She's a little bit more on the human soil health, talks a lot about soil, uh, human microbes and stuff of how we need to take care of those. But along with all the fermenting the vegetables and, and stuff, they talk a lot about the, the human microbes that we need to take care of as well. But the process is that we're going to mix these up a little bit so that we don't have all one type of people one day and then later on have sure. different ones. So we're going to mix them up somewhat. It's a great group of speakers. And like I said, and maybe I'll even do some replays of some of the people that are going to be on it this week, building up to it. And, um, you know, uh, I meant to look up what episode you are just on my show. So if listeners want to go back, November 11th, episode 253, no-till farming, nutrient-rich soil health expert, Steve Sudera. Is that how you say it? Sudera? Yeah, Sudera. You just forget the Z. Okay. Steve Sudera from Beach, North Dakota. And that was a great interview. So uh, not very far back. 253. It's only, it's not even 10 episodes back. I don't think November 11th. So you can go back and listen to that interview. And I am so excited because we did that call so long ago. I am like, can't remember what I said. So I'm dying to listen to it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't seem like that long ago. I mean, we've been <clears throat> with, with everything we've been doing with the soil health summit, um, time has been just flying by for us but it has been so much fun putting this together and getting to know these people and i know your audience is is going to love these people it's it's just a relaxed call and kind of it gets into an information sharing and uh, there's just loads and loads and loads of information here and besides that it's all free oh yeah i was going to ask you about that part excellent it is. I mean, when you go, you can go to that website now and see the list of speakers and who's going to be talking and their bios and just, um, it's phenomenal. Everybody they've got there. So I'm so excited that you put this all together because it's so important and, um, more people are learning about it and getting interested in it. And, you know, I, I just, um, I, I've been getting so many questions lately. Like, I don't know. It's like, people have been asking me to be interviewed and just, I'm starting to get to feel more comfortable talking. So it's, uh, I appreciate you asking me to do this. And I just excited that hopefully, um, people are really starting to learn and share and apply these best practices. That's so sad about California that there were no cover crops down there that they really noticed that with all yeah. that farmland. But you know, Liz Carlisle, and I think we might've talked about this on my call that Liz Carlisle wrote that book about if we know what best practices are, why aren't we following them? Well, and a lot of it is just 
traditional gardening practices have overshadowed what we, what we do. And unfortunately, um, big box home improvement stores have taken the garden industry and they've made a huge business out of it. And they're not so mm. concerned about what's best for you rather than what they can market to you. And so it gets real confusing. And I see, I, I've watched this for the last four years and I've become, actually I've become quite frustrated with that fact because I've sat in parking lots just observing like on a Labor Day weekend, the sales that come and then all of a sudden people are showing up with trailers loading soil amendments and rototillers and everything they can think of because they want that they want to grow their own food they want that best garden and they rely on home improvement stores and mother nature provides all of us for us you know as well as i do jackie what mother nature <clears throat> can do for us and the other side of it is that you know i i talk a little bit uh, in this soil health summit about the and and some of the speakers feel the same way I do and I I, I wasn't sure at first but um, the word organic has gotten to be too much of a marketing word it's gotten to be too much of a word that's out there that that when people see organic they right away have the attention from them because they want to know what it is rather than what it's about and some of the issues with organic is that the tillage processes. And through this summit, I found some market farms that are actually no-till market farming. And one in particular, and I, I was unable to get them, but I will eventually, and, and it was because of the fires that were going on in California. These people are located in California. They've been market farming no-tilling for over 10 years now. And they have testimonials from people that talk about how juicy and how tasteful that their product is. It's like when they come to the market farms, all the other ones, when they set up these booths in the city, many of the other ones, they sell out way before any of the other ones do because their, their produce is so much tastier and so much more flavorful. And people realize that. And it comes from the soil, Jackie. Absolutely. So I think that's a great place to leave this. So tell everybody one more time the website. The website is soilhealthsummit.tabletopfarmer.com. Awesome. And it starts what day? It starts December 12th and runs through December 21st. And once they sign up, do they get like an email every day saying these are the three speakers today? You know, um, I have a partner that works on that side of it. And unfortunately, um, I think they'll be able to log into or come to the site where the speakers are and they'll be able to see the next one that's loaded the next day. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. That'll, that's easy. By, yeah, by, by, um, by, registering for it that gives them access to all the speakers that'll be there's like 26 of them yeah it's going to be a great lineup listeners and i know that the golden seeds are going to be dropping all over the place so don't miss it and it's free so check it out and i'm one of the speakers so yeah that's cool 
Cool. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Jackie. This has been a pleasure talking with you again. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Uh Well, that's because my guests rock. Hey there, green future growers. Would you like your friends and neighbors to create an organic oasis too? Would you like others in your area to learn about earth-friendly practices for their gardens and yards? If so, we would love it if you would share the Organic Gardener podcast with your local community or college radio station today. Thanks again for listening, and remember, grow local.